Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Riverdinks. As always, we are your hosts. I'm Jay. I'm Allie. And I'm Bella. And Bella, can we get that famous theme song, please? Uh, Riverdinks, Riverdinks. Joyous. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone died. (laughs) Yeah, joyous to reflect the theme of the themes of the episode. Yeah, exactly. You could have made it more biblical. Can't lie. My only critique, like a hymn, like an organ, perhaps. Oh, what does or like the wedding march? Man, had so many options right there. Well, on the spreadsheet of whether you succeeded or not, I'll put a little X. <laughs> Hit the devil up songs. So you're right. Um. Well, who was the MVP of this podcast episode? Oh. <laughs> um. Well, we had quite an episode this week, and I think I'm going to get into it. I'm just going to hop right in. It was season six, episode 18, titled Chapter 113, Biblical. It was written by Janine Salinas Schoenberg and Brian E. Patterson and directed by Ronald Paul Richard, and it originally aired on June 26, 2022. You should Google that guy, because director i'm curious thank you here's what happened there's plagues of bugs and frogs but veronica is going to plan the tang's wedding he did the same did the cinematography for dangerous, dangerous lies featuring camilla Mendes. yes that movie was not good that's so funny oh and some of the christmas ones christmas some of the hallmark movies love that so nothing good hey what Tension mm-hmm. <laughs> there's plagues of bugs and frogs and veronica is gonna be the wedding planner for the tang's wedding jughead wrote a story about la Llorona that he came up with by listening to the voices in the bunker he's still in the bunker and he says that the more he writes the less he's hearing voices um Veronica is sad because she has no social life and no lover and therefore nothing to live for. Um, The water in Sweetwater River and therefore all of the pipes in the town is blood red. Um, Kevin is dropping the custody battle for baby Anthony, probably because he's realized that Percival is up to no good. Um, La Llorona appears in the bunker and also then Jughead finds out the manuscript has been stolen. He does not see La Llorona. I think he's sleeping. Um, and then the La Llorona manuscript is gone and he's like, what? Who stole this? Um, Cheryl has been asked to officiate the Tang's wedding and she will. Um, and she also is going to get Tony the best wedding present ever, which is killing Percival because she thinks that they should just kill Percival. And she wants to just use her mind to do so. Um, the rehearsal dinner food is all rotten. It's Percival's doing. He casts a spell on them. Um, a Pops cheeseburger appears in the bunker and Jughead eats it. Amazing. Um, R.I.P. Nana Rose fake out. Nana Rose is set ablaze because Cheryl and Heather are trying to set Percival on fire, but he uses a counter spell and Nana Rose is set on fire and lives. Um, Nana Rose, long live Nana Rose. 
uh, Veronica sings a musical number at the rehearsal dinner and everyone's kind of weirded out because she really goes for it. There's a Betty Veronica Archie Thruple moment. Um, Nana Rose, yeah, we find Nana Rose is alive. I already said that. I already spoiled that, but this is the order of events. Um, Jughead threw up. Jughead bombed. <laughs> and I don't remember why that was important. Oh, it's because the burger. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. Um, Betty talks to Kevin because they're like, we need someone on the inside who can try and get a weakness of Percival or something. And he says that Percival has a little black book full of secrets and Betty asks Kevin to steal it. And he said, he's going to try. And he kind of tries. Um, all the striking workers are, get a bunch of painful boils and Archie goes to Percival and he says, you have to stop this. And he said, and Percival says, if you work on the railroad, then the workers boils will subside eventually. And he says, all right, deal. Um, Cheryl Rivervale version appears in the bunker while Jughead's asleep. And then another one of his manuscripts is missing. Um, Archie's Archie is looks like he's been crucified, but he hasn't really. He's just carrying big, big, big pieces of wood while he's shirtless and haggard working on the railroad all the live long day. Uh, there's an eclipse in the town. Uh, Percival says that they must hand over baby Anthony by sundown or else it's not going to be good. Um, Jughead gets a note in the bot in a bottle in the bunker and he opens it and it just says, keep writing on the note. And he also has a flash of his river veil self from when he was obsessed with ships in a bottle. Um, the, the actually didn't get that that was what that was from. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, the gang uses invisibility to try and get the jump on Percival. Oh, I'd even mention the stockade. Percival has a stockade and he says, I'm going to put the whore of Babylon in the stockade. And Betty oh, knows. Whore. <laughs> and Betty. <laughs> Sorry. You tell him, Jay. They say, <laughs> they say it both ways. Okay. Um, and Betty has a memory or whatever of herself in Rivervale being told by TBK, AKA the devil, that um, she was the harlot of Babylon. And so she's like, I think they want to put me in the stockade. And then uh, Cheryl and Heather are like, this stockade actually makes people powerless. So they're like, we should put Percival in the stockade. So they use invisibility to get the jump on him and pretend that they're giving him baby Anthony when really they're putting him in the stockade and they do so. And then they leave him all alone so they can go have the Tang's wedding, the event of the century. Um, Hashtag Tang's wedding. Locusts chew Percival out of the stockade. So he is freed, which is interesting because I thought it was supposed to make it powerless, but okay. Um, They're just his friends. They're not controlled by him. Probably. Um, Percival suffocates Nana Rose and she dies. Long live Nana Rose. Yeah. R.I.P. Nana Rose Truly for real this shocking. time. shocking. That was crazy. R.I.P. And the Nana whiplash Rose. of thinking we lost her earlier in the episode. I know. 
Oh. Is it better or worse since she was like covered in patches as she was suffocating? Better because I didn't have to see her old face. Worse because <laughs> it was a more painful death. Yeah, that's true, but I never see her old face while she was choking and dying and being. I didn't have to look at an elderly person. No, dramatic. She was cool, you know. I love old people. They're from the movie Old. Um, it was dramatic. It's true. I wonder if they maybe didn't want to do the acting of suffocating that actress. And she also burns. No, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. Sorry. Continue. What? I just like that's okay. Um. Anyways, almost there. Everyone at the wedding starts collapsing, or a bunch of people at the wedding start collapsing, and they realize that it's all of the firstborn children have just fallen over and died. And also in the bunker, Jughead wakes up. He sees someone going through his manuscripts. He's like, "Turn around! What are you doing?" And it's Jughead. What? It's also Jughead, and then Jughead dies. The original Jughead, the original Jughead dies um, because he's also firstborn. Um, but baby Anthony, by the way, is not dead, notably. And then Heather says, "I think I know someone who can help us. A necromancer, and her name is Sabrina." I was gotten by the what? I realized I would have been gotten by the firstborn. Nami. That's so sad. It's not real. I should remember. It's not happening. What's so crazy is like you were the first boy. You're an oldest daughter too, then. Wow. Um. Do you ever like read like mythic like lore and like shit as a kid and be like? You will be a werewolf if you are the seventh son of the seventh son. I'd read that and I'd be like, oh, which is like, (laughs) (laughs) because I am not the seventh son of the son, but I'm so scared. I did not have like an encyclopedia of birthright lycanthropy. That's cool though. It was just like, it's like a myth. It's like a myth. Oh, it's not real? It's not like it's. No, but it's not like it's in one book. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Let's, get, let's talk about Riverdale. We should put werewolves on Riverdale. They really should. Who they would you pick? put vampires on Riverdale because it's the ball. I was going to say Fangs is too obvious. Yeah. Literally anyone. Like anyone would have slayed. Who would be like a out of left field choice? I would love actually to Veronica. see dr curdle jr as a werewolf yeah, huge it's true. i think reggie would nail it personally is reggie dead what happened to reggie he's just not here they didn't want him at the wedding he's a real asshole okay was he has he been in the past few episodes he, I, I think so. he was, oh yeah because he he's with personal yeah i do you guys like this episode yes okay <laughs> It was a lot going on. Um, there wasn't a lot to like or dislike. You know what I mean? What, I mean? what do you mean? I don't know. Like, I didn't really have, like, strong feelings. Like, there have been so many episodes where it's a bit, like, push and pull with Percival that I haven't, like, 
this and I'm like, yeah, they're just like, I'm just like, like, it's like not shocking me anymore. Yeah. Like, I didn't even flinch that Cheryl tried to kill him from far with fire. And I didn't even react. Like, Nina Rose died. I did react to that. But I didn't even. How is Camila Mendez nominated for an Emmy and Lily Reinhardt? That's a great fucking question. Thank God, like we're talking about this. Okay. Did you know about the spell? What was she nominated? Well, nominate, not nominated. Put in for your oh consideration. for consideration. Sorry. So Riverdale nominated Madeline Tesh and Camila Mendez for for your consideration. Absolutely bullshit. She was in Hustlers. She was in Hustlers. And Camila Mendez was in Dangerous Lies. Not, not a good movie. Um, she was also think, in um, one of the No Sunday movies, though. Can yeah. I like immediately get into something about Veronica? Neither know. Bella or I said whether we look the episode, I'm so though. Sorry. I'm so sorry. You don't have to shy away. <laughs> I wasn't. Oh, you just <laughs> you leaned just far away. Oh, okay, cool. It's okay. Bella, did you like it? Um, I think overall, yes. I like episodes that have a general structure to them. Mm-hmm. And so even though this one was kind of jumping around a lot, I liked the um, different, I liked having it be kind of structured by the plagues. I'm like, okay, next there's going to be another plague. And okay, next. yes, that kind of helps me to hold on to something. Right. Um, and I liked the Rivervale stuff. Uh, the Rivervale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... Um, liked it but i didn't love it and now we can discuss yeah what i mean about like the shocking like it didn't even shock me that there were real stuff was coming in to hang out with jughead you know like it was really cool and i liked it i loved that become kind of desensitized to it yeah like he talked to himself and it wasn't even like the craziest thing that happened so you know I disagree. For me, that was my favorite part of the episode I mean, was the his whole bunker thing. Archie died. Like, for, <laughs> like he died in Riverdale and shot in the head, in fact. But this, he's like, he's, this is like Riverdale and they're dead and they're going to be reanimated. Which, I by know, the way, Zombie bad. Riverdale, I said that months ago. For the record. We, we, uh, we gotta be keeping track of all We need of a scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I don't mean to be like a hater or anything. I like the episode. It was entertaining. I did not like it or anything. Do you mean a hater? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> what I was going to say about Veronica is like, what's your fucking problem? Um, <laughs> because I really can't. Do you guys really think they're going to go back to the will they won't they with Archie? Oh, Good lord. She was like, I need to maybe break this baseline continuum to find out if I'm in game. Like she said, Archie. She said it so casually that she was just like wanting to write like a secret of the universe. And was that directly after she was saying, Now I've realized what I really care about and what I'm fighting for is my friends? And then she immediately was like, I might have to break up my friends. So that I am not bored for one episode. It is. Yeah. It's unfortunate. The whole 
thing with her singing at the rehearsal dinner was one of the most uncomfortable things I've seen on this show. And it was meant to be uncomfortable. Like they were doing a bunch of reaction shots of people being like, this is so cringe. Or like someone should have said, someone should have gone cringe. (laughs) I would have liked that. It was just, yeah, I don't know. Just that kind of song from a musical is one of my least favorite types of songs at all. Um, Of just kind of like talking really loudly, (laughs) I guess, and calling it singing. And she's not Patti LuPone. Yeah, she's exactly. It's true. Um, and she's a good singer. I'm really glad that they had all the reaction shots, though, because like I'd be so mad if they played that straight. Yeah, I was. I was worried at first. I was worried too. I was scared. But what I'm saying with Veronica is like, if if they're really gonna go back to Archie, like. Maybe she was looking longingly at Eddie. I was wondering if she's destined by the universe, though, to end up with one of them is destined to end up watching the dry clocks the middle. That goes for you. <laughs> I made that for you. You know what I mean? No, but she was staring longingly at Eddie and Archie. It, oh, it definitely. really did look like, because when, when she looks over, Betty is more visible. Yeah. Like she's more closer to the camera. And I was like, okay. Like, okay. Like, I'm I, still not team Betty. I know we had a phone. Veronica. Veronica. <laughs> That's Betty. <laughs> not Betty. <laughs> I'm still not team Veronica, but I did in that moment. I was like, okay, I can see. See, there were definite vibes. There were vibes. Yeah. And then she asked, she seemed like, but it will make me like so mad if she really is like, I need to buy over Archie again after I've been alone. I think that's exactly what they're leading to. I really uh, can't say that though because it's. I think they've been hinting at that for a few episodes. I'm but sick. This was the first time they were direct about it. I'm Who's sick of it. going to end up with What if it is like Agent Drake? If well, they. Yeah, no, I would love that, but they really. She wasn't in this. Episode. She wasn't in it at all. She might never come back. And After there was just like a. Did we get like? Did she say like, "Oh, I'm transferring to"? No. Not, not, I was expecting that. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that they they was like mentioned, but I must be. But she was never like working on like TBK's case or anything like that. She was just there because Betty had like asked her to because of the special like it's, unit thing. She was there for Betty. Exactly. Well, she was originally there because Jack had Jack had had trauma or something. Remember how she, we first met because her? Because Jughead had trauma or something, something like that. Remember we first met her a few episodes before the one where she was talking to Betty, where um, or no, 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 no. It was because of pyrokinesis, I think. Yeah. So it wasn't about Betty. That's what I Oh, it was about I Cheryl, think, you're right. Yeah. I got confused about when Jake had, had trauma, but I was like, years ago. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, because of the real life 
Lily and Cole break up. It did not even occur to me. Like I've not even entertained the thought that they could have an actual Bughead Endgame for real. What if they actually do like Bughead Varchi Endgame moment? I, I'll be really disappointed. I'll be sad. I think the only case that they would get back together, like I think that they would have to kill off Tabitha. I don't think that they're going to do a breakup. Yeah. So Riverdale's oh, really, really good at that, though. They really like each other, though. Maybe Unlike she'll. Sorry. Maybe she'll die for him because wasn't isn't the whole thing? Oh, oh, because she's like he always dies he always in the dies, universe. But he just died. Like he just now died. Okay. Well, so maybe that was, that was it. the version. <laughs> like maybe this is how he dies this time. Huh. Okay. It's all. But she's seen him die like five million times or whatever. So I feel like maybe it doesn't count. The thing is, I'm really holding out hope that maybe this is going to be just like Saw 3, 4, and 5. Because. You tell. They should also they should have saw traps in Riverdale in one of the episodes. They should have a saw trap. Um, because here's the thing: there's so many things that are set up in the movie Saw Three that do not even have payoff until movies later. I'm hoping that literally any aspect of this that we're like, I don't feel great about their decisions here. By the end, it's going to be like, okay, now it's all come together. Like with when River Vale was happening, and we were being told outside of the show like it is canon and it is not canon or like the stuff or just like the kind of just the random weird things in or like when when tbk was talking to betty and he was like you're the whore of babylon and come be with me in the upcoming war and we were like okay this is super weird and not actually related to anything but now there's payoff for it yeah so i'm i grant given that this season does seem to have more like long-term payoff moments like Mm -hmm. that i'm holding out hope that it will that the parts that we're not liking or not getting are gonna become more like clear i have been enjoying all the little little flashes yes always i do love that Pepper, sorry. She's got big eyes. Um yeah. We get I'm just holding that hope. Universes. We get Veronica calling back to herself being the uh she wolf of Wall Street. For oh, we gotta classic. get a count. We gotta make a super cut of every time she said it. She, I'm on the case. She was, like she was really ragging on herself in this episode about her career she's like i'm a nobody i'm planning a wedding she was like what, am i some kind of casino. loser who, who plans weddings like it was literally do like does it make her a loser to do something nice for her friends and literally. so it's not selfish and she was like i have no social life okay you're talking to your friend you right talk now. to your you're friend about the wedding you're planning for your other friend that all your friends are going to be at that's weird and she said, I don't have a lover. And it's true. It's so, they've like killed her. Yeah. They've Multiple. done some like self-aware things about like 
comments about her from other characters saying like you need to be with a guy at all times mm-hmm. and then they go and do that exactly <laughs> so it's like yeah. it only it only makes sense in the veronica in game i think because they're really building it up they're like i literally they're like she has to be with the man and then Betty has her bi moment of curiosity and Veronica pushes I her away. I can't believe they did that. <laughs> because can we just say that Betty's confirmed bi? Yeah. I think. I don't know if we can. Because she's like really? compat- she she herself that compatible. She with. said compatible on paper, which is so confusing. <laughs> I feel like she was saying like pretty directly that yes she is attracted to agent drake she yeah, said she no had that dream to, she said no to do you have the hots for agent drake though yeah but she was like no true but, but we do make sense on paper blah 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 i thought that it was more she was saying like no i love archie so right. i'm not i don't have the hots for anyone but archie Bye i don't too. know Bye, Betty. <laughs> like Betty said she's like, <laughs> I make myself laugh and that's all that matters. <laughs> it's the goal mm-hmm. all times. Mm-hmm. I Veronica wasn't even upset that she didn't have a lover because anyone who she kisses forever is gonna be killed. That's a really good point. I got over that. She didn't even bring it up. Maybe that's part it's of why cool. she's really into Archie, is because she can kiss Archie without him dying because he's invulnerable. Because it's like an indirect kiss for Betty. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why. Yeah. I what I'm a little baffled by this episode because so many of the elements on it, I or the elements in it, like are very exciting to me. Like I did see an image of our Jesus before the episode and I was thrilled. I was yelling. Same with, I heard someone saying that Veronica gave an involuntary celibacy speech and ruined a wedding. And she hardly did even. She just kind of sang a weird song or like- I mean, it was a a wedding where, it was a wedding and she was like, yeah, congrats to the couple anyway. You know who really deserves respect? That's true. Single women. Now I'm going to sing about single women very loudly and aggressively. That is true. But like, see, I even like, I like that concept of all the Rivervale stuff. I really did like the execution of, but also then like, all like the plagues were happening and I found them like not super interesting. Like they were very much afterthoughts. It was just like at the beginning, they're like, there's a bunch of bugs around. Oh, the frogs. yeah the food is spoiled oh no like like i thought there was gonna be more there they weren't really addressing the idea of like like the sun went out like they yeah like the sun went out for days i feel like at that point people outside of riverdale are being impacted that's a good point the sun is not just shining on riverdale just yeah. what we may think <laughs> and like it seems like only the food at the wedding was spoiled yeah um 
so like some of the plagues are very directional but then some can't be but then yeah I guess it's just the firstborn in Riverdale yeah I guess or at the wedding it felt well, just like sorry. oh that's a good Jughead, point Jughead wasn't there but. so yeah but maybe he's just part of the target mm-hmm. okay here's my or sorry you go ahead no I, I'm just gonna ramp well, go on if Percival has the power to kill all of the firstborns why the hell didn't he do that ages ago he takes a lot of power i think he needed because remember he told nana rose he was like this is going to be oh the next step he needed to do something yeah but well he needed he needed to kill a firstborn to oh start it i think similar to like he needed a rotted fruit to rot all of the food gotcha but i I just don't get why he didn't just kill him to begin with that's or why one, they didn't sabotage him ages ago that's one complaint i have about like the past like seven episodes or whatever is that like the question pull with percival just like it's really like not getting i mean not that it's not getting anywhere but it's like i forgot what happened three episodes ago you know what i mean mm-hmm. like nothing percival did like, I'm going to remember that he killed Nana Rose, for sure. Because Nana Rose is not going to be in the show anymore. Unless they resurrect her, too. It, you know, they might. But, um... But... I think it would be very weird if they resurrected only Everybody a handful but... of the people. Yeah. <laughs> didn't resurrect Nana Rose. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm just, like, not remembering. Yeah. It's, I think part of that is us like not having it it's like we don't have a sense of the battlefield yeah they're just kind of seemingly unconnected things happening that was also with like the plague thing it wasn't like immediate even from the start of this episode it was not immediately clear like what was going like what's his goal it's like first i was like oh okay he's doing all this plague stuff so that the workers will stop striking and then it's like oh he's actually doing the plague stuff as a threat for baby Anthony, but they didn't even know that he wanted baby Anthony until Betty came and talked to him. And then he was like, oh, oh, by the way, Betty, you have until sundown to bring me this baby. Like what? It was not clear. He did not deliver a list of demands. (laughs) And I don't know, like remember the library book plot, like he's trying to underline this, like as like pillars of like movies. But he could have just killed them. But he could have just killed them like as we know now. But he wanted like their weaknesses, but that is he was able to kill Archie even though Archie's invulnerable. That's true. I feel like he's making it up as he goes. Although I kind of like that as an angle, that it is truly he does not have a master plan. He's just kind of rolling with it. I like that especially paired with the line from this episode when they said like he's just sitting in his shop all day with his treasures like he's not even doing anything he's just kind of around he runs a very successful business <laughs> but yeah it was kind of i wish there'd been a, a little more direction in the episode and then it was so thrown off by the wedding thing which seemed so like unrelated like obviously the, the factors of it were related because a lot of the episode 
was preparation for the wedding. But like when the wedding was happening, it felt like a total grind, grinding halt. I like, feel like okay, they were suddenly at prom or something. Yeah. Just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I guess. So baffling to me that they were like, no one's going to watch Percival. Insane. No one's going to watch Percival while we're at this wedding. Couldn't yeah. Britta have, have done like it? A... <laughs> like a boom. Stand there and make sure, like, turn immediately get taken. Yeah. Like, Reggie's still around, right? Who is working for Percival and is learning magic. It's a really good point. Like, just baffling. Love the idea that Percival has some cricket friends. That's pretty fun. Or locust friends. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. When he's like, where are the others? It's like, okay. Incredibly stunned that the wedding kind of went off without a hitch. I think that was, you know what? I think that was meant to just be nice and romantic and, and we care about their love. We love their love in this community of people. They have fun together. But like, I love his little dance. Cheryl officiating the wedding in her circle jacket. It's like masochistic. So can we go through who died? Archie, Jughead, Fangs, and Tony. Most of our yeah. Okay. Um, here's the same. Does Kevin have an older sibling? Or was he just spared? Maybe he's an older sibling. Yeah, he's sung at the wedding. <laughs> and then the scene when they were all dying. Yeah, he was holding the baby. It oh, yeah, crazy right, that right. he was invited to the wedding and then seemingly like the, that day. And then he performed. That is funny. That is funny. Um, you know, some of us just have it in us to do so. Is it? I was never really into musical theater or theater in general. Is it? Like, do theater kids dream that when they get married, their friends who are in the musical theater will sing? Probably musical theater songs. Yeah. Like, do they just right. perform for one another? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds terrible. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Well, like, I respect it, but really also. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, well. Sorry. Maybe it's like. I don't know what the start of that sentence was. Well, I think the thing you have to understand is that it's like an intolerable group of people. So that's really all there is to Really important context. That's true. Thank you. Yeah. Loved to see Lyrona also. That's it was fun. interesting that it was not Tony. Cheryl in yeah. the costume. Cheryl. Oh, I like the shot where she stabbed Jughead and it flipped around. That was cool. There were quite a few shots that I thought were interesting. I liked the most epic moment of the episode for me was when they all were invisible and they reappeared and they pointed guns at Principal. <laughs> epic moment. Did they even try shooting him? 
seems like no. Well, because they can't kill him because then they'd be just as bad. Ugh, Archie. Like, that was such nonsense. Because Betty sitting there has just killed one person <laughs> who was a serial That's killer. That's true. And we know that Russell's killed people. Two, Veronica's killed four people. Archie was really, really stupid in this episode, I think. Just all around. And the whole thing when he was like, we can't give to Percival. And they're like, he wants to negotiate. And Archie told them at the beginning of the episode, he was like, no, he's not going to really try to help you. He's going to like flip it around. And then he did the exact thing. Yeah, that was really stupid. I don't understand why he didn't go to Cheryl or something and say, hey, can you help stop this curse? Yeah. Also... It was really, like, I'm sure they wrote and filmed all of it and everything before. But it really was wild seeing the boils and stuff just in light of, like, monkeypox. Right. It was so, uh, unfortunately, timely. I liked the shower he dropped. The little dudes into boiling water. I thought that was fun. Yeah. I also loved his little um his little greenhouse closet that he was doing that in inexplicably. Mm-hmm. Love that. There were a couple, I don't even remember them now, but there were a couple delivery moments of his I also thought were very entertaining. As always. Just slaying it up. Um, any other thoughts? Um so so quite okay. sad that chilling chilling's occurrence in this episode was <laughs> Cheryl appreciating Tony's wedding to someone else. We got interaction oh. and then Tony dying. And then Tony dying. <laughs> Not a good episode for chilling <laughs> at all. I mean there have been worse episodes for Chilling, worse than Tony dying. <laughs> That was worse than her dying. Okay, I think I, that, sorry, I was gonna say that Betty did, did not look very good in her <laughs> sweater at the beginning. That's a weird sweater. I, you know, who did look really good was Veronica when singing that terrible song. That's true. Fantastic dress. Like she did look really good. Yeah. Didn't make up for what she was doing, but yeah. Um. I wrote, I actually, my note from that is, she looks really good, but the song is ass. If someone Damn. said at my rehearsal dinner, they wouldn't get invited to the wedding. Wow. wow. Maybe that's why she did it, because she knew she had to do that, because she was the player. Yeah. Um, I am a bit, I'm curious of what you guys think about uh, alternate Jughead showing up and kind of what that shows and just like because it's not yeah I guess I I just yeah I don't understand what the hell is going on because they like I guess he gave him a burger but then it poisoned mm-hmm. him because it's from a different universe? Or why Why did it make him sick? 
Why did he eat that in the first place? That's a great question. So hungry, you guys. He had a hungry tummy and you're not being very sensitive to that. <laughs> um, I think it's one of two things. I think either it was a magic burger he had to eat in order for the other jughead to come through the portal or it was the other jughead just like testing things and like mm. seeing if he could put something through like if like it something that jughead happen. could like touch you know yeah. wanted to see if jughead would eat it or something yeah it i'm does. absolutely thrilled by the whole thing i was i kept at the, earlier in the episode i said if i said like i would give anything for the other jughead to walk through that tunnel and then he did i was so happy didn't even have to give anything i liked the um so yeah, do you think that alt like that Rivervale Jughead? Because he can't read minds or like hear people's thoughts. So, but That's do you true. think that he can hear just like audibly? Like, do you think he can hear Rivervale Jughead? I think maybe because he's like in the bunker, or I think maybe he's messing with just like the space time of the other world by writing the things about it. And obviously it's like pulling the things through kind of. Mm. So I would, I would wager that other world Jughead is also trying to figure it out at the same time. I also think that would just be more fun if they're both kind of trying to figure it out. Cause like when he came through and he was watching Jughead, he seemed just like kind of be like watching, like curious, like what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it was just like checking it out, which I like. I think it's wonderful. And I think they got to enlist the beasts of River Vale in this great war against the ghost train. I'm so excited. I really hope they'll have like an Avengers Assemble suit up moment. No! Like, <laughs> to fight this ghost train. And they like, mean, like get all the coins. Literally suiting up. Liners. No, like, um, you know, like, how they all, like, line up in, like, the Avengers movies? And they each take turns making jokes. Yeah, yeah, they each take turns. <laughs> and then, like, there's going to be a fight scene, and, like, they're each going to, like, like, have their one line of the like, punch, like, a baddie in the face. I hope they I really <laughs> hope they don't. That would be so irritating to me, but it is a funny idea. I would be so mad that they would stoop so low as to imitate Marvel. <laughs> Do you guys? Sorry. Okay. Do you guys think that in or actually this will be a prediction? Question, okay. So, um, who would your MVP be for this episode? Cheryl, because she set first one fire. True. She was the bigger person, I guess, and officiated Tony's the tank's wedding. Um, she looked very slayful in her, um, like, her veil robe, and also, like, in her um, serpent's jacket. She was fun. crazy she red, was fun red leather boob dress. Yeah. She was, like, really fun and stuff. She did want to, like, kill somebody, which is great. And, um, Bell. Shockingly, I might give it to Kevin. <gasps> no, I that is fair. Because he did come back to the right side of things and he 
was just generally very humble or like very like listen I really fucked up and I'm really sorry and I want to try and make it better and then he took steps to make it better right I thought that was great um they sang a song and the song didn't bother me so I was (laughs) um yeah usually I'm not a big fan of Casey Cutts singing to be honest Mm -hmm. but this one didn't bother me okay nice I think I might have to give it to Jughead actually because he his plot was by far the most interesting to me in this episode Mm -hmm. And we did get the, my dream, the two Jugheads talking to each other, love it or not talking really, but interacting. I loved, even though we absolutely knew it was him, his little slow turn to reveal that it was him, mm-hmm. loved that. Mm-hmm. And then also he did just have this burger appear and then eat it, which I think is very funny and stupid. So I'll give it, I'll give it to him. Love it. Um, what would you guys give this episode out to wow i totally forgot we do this <laughs> it's been a minute um i think i would give it oh man sometimes i start a sentence if i can't think of something to say in the hopes that i'll get there didn't work michael's um, got it yeah oh my god yeah actually (laughs) um i think i would give it like six and a half like harlots of babylon in the stockade that is exactly what i was no well okay you have to think the new what one. was your number? Uh, six and a half, six point five. Because I did like it, but yeah, as mentioned, it just like wasn't grabbing me in the same way. And I feel like the I liked a lot more just like the things that happened on paper than I did in the execution of them. But I did like a lot of the shots, and yeah, I liked the progression of it. Didn't love the wedding, whatever. You know. Yeah. Long live Rivervale. That's all. <laughs> I give it um, objects actually. Oh, give me one. No. Okay. Um, okay. I give it six and a half. Because like Jay said, I liked it, but like I once again, like I also feel this way about like this episode, it's like really exciting stuff was happening and then the delivery of it. I was just like, <laughs> you know, like it just it's like let's go on to the next thing. I don't know. Like um I don't know, like I'm, like I'm liking these episodes and this one is definitely like more cohesive and much more structured and stuff like that. And I didn't have things that I like outright hated about it or anything, <laughs> um, but it wasn't like my favorite, so yeah. 
you know what I'm saying? It's about an episode that has Tony getting married to someone that's not sure. Or you, which is crazy. Or Tony dying. <laughs> Tony dying, yeah. I that that's that took off three and a half from the rating actually. <laughs> I know that she's coming. I'm like not that mad about it because I know that they, they immediately have an effort to remediate it, you know. Yeah. But I'm not like they're not like, damn, I guess Tony's the favorite. That's true. That would be a very that would be a zero star rating it's <laughs> um I'm gonna give it Seven out of ten crucified Archies. Or rather, the imagery of them. Archies. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed this one. I think, yeah, similarly, there was nothing in it that I hated. And there were certain things in it that I really liked. I really liked all of the stuff with Jughead. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked some of the stuff with Betty. I like the stuff with Kevin. I liked them kind of all working together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like it when, similar to when they all finally started talking to each other and they were like communicating. I liked that with Kevin of him bringing new information to them Yeah, uh, yes. that we knew as the audience, but that they didn't know. I liked that kind of coming together. Yes. Um, and I thought there were some interesting things that I wasn't expecting to see, such as him getting in the stockade. Like, I didn't imagine that he was going to lose all of his powers for a time of this episode. Yeah, true. Um, and obviously, a bunch of the main characters dying, I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think just in general, I enjoyed it. Yes. Any predictions? I uh, think that uh, River Vale Jughead is going to either save Riverdale Jughead as he's dying, like somehow, uh, or he's going to take his place. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, you mean like in the d- death that just happened? Yeah. That's, yes. I think Tabitha's going to go to the bunker and he's going to be like, maybe not even on purpose maybe she's just gonna go in and like see him yeah. and not the body <laughs> or i don't know something that's good that was good i think there'll be more veronica than not really um i think that they i think that veronica will continue to make the living choices um i believe that there will be many references to the movie The Craft from 1996 in the upcoming episode. Um, I think Sabrina will slay. Yeah. Um, I think Sabrina's going to mention Abigail somehow. Yeah. As well. Maybe even do something involved involving Abigail. Get some more references to Sabrina the show, even though I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they will be zombies, which is amazing. Tech only technically. Um, I think they'll have like weird issues when they get reanimated. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They'll okay. come back different. I wonder if they'll have memory 
Because in Sabrina, there's like interesting stuff about purgatory. Right. um, Where someone, it's like she goes into the equivalent of like the upside down Mm, to get, it's like to find the guy's soul, but then she accidentally severs it. And so then the guy's soul is lost, but he comes back to life. Like she resurrects him, but without a soul. And it's really freaky. Um, Because just something's like really off. Right. But the family's like really confused because they're like really happy that he's been found alive, but then he's not himself. And it's like, oh, that could happen. That could happen. Thing is, we don't have much time. It's a thing. A lot of the stuff that it seems like they're trying to set up a whole new, like, are they going to have a fucking ghost train or are they, is it just, like, he must at some point get a ghost train. It's like Chekhov's if gun. We don't see the ghost train, ghost train. If we don't see the ghost train, fuming, I'll be so <laughs> Or it, we'll see it like start to like appear or something. Oh, and then, they, and then they're able to ward it off. Like yes. they, all, they all unite hands. Yes, <laughs> I want that so bad. I'm just still really confused. Tabitha has seen the end of the world apparently a thousand times or whatever. I would love more information. Yeah, like I feel like she they should ask. Like, does he has he always managed to build the train? Like, or build the railroad. Yeah. As he always, whatever. But, like, why doesn't he just get people from out of town to come build the railroad? Does it need to be a really good question? Why doesn't he build the railroad using magic? Does it need to be. That's a terribly good question. It needs to be non union labor (laughs) of Riverdale citizens. (laughs) <laughs> that all have to they all have to wear plaid and have <laughs> they are all wearing plaid at all times it's true well i'm excited to see it i god we gotta get that ghost train i'm excited for kieran and shipka to Slay. eat it up Slay. Slay. um until then Allie, can we get that famous sign off please see you later dinks Ooh.